Mic check, one, two, check, 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 checking mic. Hola, hola, mi gente. It's your girl V from one of your favorite podcasts, Voice of V. So, how is everyone doing? Not that you can answer me, but you guys can reach out to me on Instagram. I keep telling y'all, follow me on Instagram, Voice of V. I would like some feedback from you. And also, it'd be great to hear of topics that you want to discuss. I'm more than willing to. And at this time, I'm also looking for guests. So if you have time, reach out to me. Let me know if there's a subject you are passionate about, something you do for the community that you would like everyone to know about. You can use this platform. I'm all for it. So reach out to me. Let me know. And then, of course, there's also the Facebook page. Um, Some of you are my friends on Facebook, so you can just reach out to me on Messenger as well. Anyway, this week has been crazy. It's my birthday week or, you know, birthday month, but that doesn't exist right now because of school. Thank you very much, microeconomics. So (laughs) I've been fighting with my homework. I've been struggling this week, y'all. Like, I have just not been able to master the objectives so if someone wants to do my homework for me I mean if someone wants to help me pass this class uh that would be wonderful I think I'll get it though I still have some homework that I got to finish up before midnight but just thought I better jump on here and record my podcast before it gets later and just share with you guys like I have had a very good time celebrating my birthday Uh, I had dinner on Thursday last week with my kids and that was wonderful and then I had a small birthday bash on Friday and that was amazing so I was able to catch up with my girlfriends catch up with you know some family some friends so I just want to thank all my family and my friends for showing me so much love and just celebrating with me because it really does mean a lot to me like I just I do enjoy celebrating my birthday I really do it's special to me because I have come a long way for one I should not be here because of things that I have been through where I could have lost my life and then also that I have struggled with depression in the past and even suicidal thoughts so me being here is a celebration for me and also the fact that I'm enjoying my life now more than I ever have you should enjoy your life you know if you grasp what's truly important When you're younger, so much more amazing. But it doesn't matter what age you are. Just realize that you got to live your life. You have to enjoy your life. You have to maintain your peace and find out what is truly important to you. I have discovered that. And it's still a work in progress, you know, because you fall into old habits. But it's all good. We're here. We're alive. And that's one of the biggest things is we just really got to be grateful for every day that we're given because we don't know how much time we have left. And so we want to be able to enjoy every single day. That's always important. And, you know, that's why I always challenge you to think of one good thing that happened every day. You can write it down or just meditate on it. At the end of the day, be sure to just reflect on the whole day and search for one good thing and I'm pretty sure you'll find more than one good thing that's always something that helps me like when I had a tough if I've had a tough day it helps me to stop and think back like and actually be intentional of searching for a positive thing that happened that day 
like, yes, waking up, being alive is a good thing and something to be grateful for very much so. But there are also other, a lot of other things that daily things that we take for granted, like our health is one of them. There are plenty of people out there that are fighting for their lives or dealing with chronic um, pain or different health problems. So we got to be grateful for every single good thing in our lives. One of those things is the holidays are coming up. You have invitations from family and friends. Probably a lot of you have already gone through your Friendsgiving and you're preparing for boom, 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 the main event with your family. (laughs) And that can be good for some and that can be absolutely stressful for others. If you're hosting, you know, you got to prepare everything and let everybody know what they should bring to the get together and things of that sort. If you're going to visit family, for some, it is a time of testing because we know how family can be. And so today, that's what I want to talk about. I want to share a few tips that will kind of help you survive, you know, the holidays and dealing with family members, especially if you have some difficult ones, which we all do. Every single family has their issues. There's no family that is perfect, not that I know of. And if they look perfect, trust me, the more time you spend with that air quotes, perfect family, you'll find out they um, have lots of flaws, just like the rest of us. That is just life. That is just part of being a human is none of us are perfect. And that's good because, you know, there have been times where I just felt like I was completely imperfect. But now I, you know, pay attention to a lot of things. And, you know, I see like everybody's perfectly imperfect. It's We all have our flaws and we're all a work in progress. The factor that makes a difference is whether an individual wants to improve, wants to unlearn old bad habits and learn new good ways or new habits, new coping skills, et cetera, et cetera, you know? So what are some of the things that we can do in order to survive the holidays? You know, because we have two major ones coming up. So of course we have good old Thanksgiving this month. And then we have Christmas next month if you celebrate that or Kwanzaa, Hanukkah, whatever it is that you celebrate, you um, are going to spend time with family. And there are some families that have learned to adjust and, you know, have a healthy get together. But let's keep it real. Like if there's alcohol involved and things of that sort, you know, things change and stuff. So we're going to talk about all that good stuff and some of the bad stuff that we may encounter. So... Um, let's jump right into it. And, um, you know, today I just feel like singing, but I, I'm not a great singer guys. So yeah, if not, I would sing y'all a song. If I could sing, I would totally sing a song to you guys. And it would probably be, you know, like, I really like the mariachi songs. I know some people hate mariachis. I'm not saying like I'm bust out a trumpet and all that, but I'm just saying like, if I could sing like those mariachi singers, I'd be singing to y'all all the time. Like the whole podcast would be a song. All right. So <laughs> yes, I'm in a good mood. I'm so happy for that. Trust me. I have my days where it's like, ugh. and I have like a lot of homework to do, but I'm like not stressing right now because after I record this, then I'll get back to my homework and, you know, just jump on it, take care of it. And then I will go back to this podcast and edit or whatever I got to do. So All right. Yeah, that's just a little background info that you really didn't need, but you heard it already. So it's okay. All right. So 
preparing for family. You know, one of the um, things that I have seen, you know, because I, you know, I like to look and see, all right, what are some ways that other people deal with it? Um, of course, you know, I'm always telling you if you have a counselor that, you know, they can give you tips on setting those boundaries and things of that sort. But I was reading and it was saying, you know, one of the things to do is uh, self-care. Do a lot of self-care prior to that get together, prior to traveling to visit family. Because then your body is more relaxed, your mind, you're able to clear your mind and it helps you just be ready. I mean, number one, traveling during the holidays is a stress in itself. Add to it staying with the familia. That's also another challenge and stress, you know. And we all know like some, I don't know about you, but some some of us have that tia or that one family member um, that just, you know, points out like, Hey, you know, you look like you've been gaining weight. Like, uh, I put my clothes on every day so I know if I'm gaining weight or not. Thank you for pointing it out, though. (laughs) You know, like, I don't know why some people feel like it's okay to say that, which it is not. Mind your business because your clothes don't look like it fits either. Just saying. Anyway, okay, so it's things like that that you have to prepare yourself for, right? So we'll talk about that, though. We'll talk about, like, okay, how do we you know, handle that situation. And I think it happens more to us women. But I know some men get some, you know, little um, stones thrown at them. Or they're not necessarily stones. It's just like, and it's not even like they're throwing shade. But they just feel like they can say that, you know, it's just like normal, so to speak. And I'm like, I just cannot say that to like my daughter or my granddaughter's or my grandson, or my son, like, hey, you're looking a little hefty there. Like, I just don't feel like it's appropriate. I mean, I know it's not appropriate to say that, but it just seems like old school people feel like they can just say whatever is on their mind, and even, especially things like that, you know, so it's like, yo, you know, there are other things that I'm doing, you know, besides uh, worrying about my weight, okay? (laughs) It's something that I face daily. However, there are other things that are more important to me. And I love to eat cheeseburgers and pizza. So yeah. Anyway, all right, I got off track. So back to the self-care. That is something that um, you should do. um, And also the meditation, you know, to kind of help you prepare for when you are going to meet those difficult people that say those kind of things. I know for me, uh, when you have a plan of different, like how you're going to deal with different scenarios, that kind of helps you too, because then you're not caught off guard. Think about it. Haven't you ever like had a conversation with a cousin or, you know, somebody that always comes with the smart remarks and things of that sort, or they say certain things and then you kind of like, they kind of catch you off guard. And then later on, you're like, man, I should have said this or I should have said that, you know, or is it just me? I don't know, because, you know, I'll be like, dude, I should have told her this. or I should have told her that. And it's not snapping back at them. It's just having a good positive response in a way where you make your point clear and they understand where you, you know, where you're at, where you stand, how you feel about it without it escalating into something crazy. So that's something, that's such a good idea to do is 
different scenarios. Like think about who's going to be there. Think about who's going to be at the dinner table or the luncheon. What your experience has been in the past. Which is one of the things as well is you need to, to change your expectations of people. Because when you set expectations of like family members that you see usually see during the holidays and they have been the same for the past 30 years. If you still holding, you're still holding on to that hope that, oh, they're going to change. They may not say that this year. You're, you're setting yourself up for disappointment. So stop doing that to yourself because then you're going to be angry. And honestly, like they have, they've been the same all these years. So why would you expect anything different? You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying like, oh, treat them some type of way. What I'm saying is prepare yourself because their behavior is going to come at you the same way it has come last year or the year before that, you know? So you have to have, um, you have to set up an expectation, you know, don't be setting up those self-made traps where boom, there, they hit you with that comment or, they brought up your dating life like, I, mija, you would be better if you were with somebody, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, um, that's really not your business. You know what I mean? Or, you know, that Thea that introduces you to one of her male friends and is like, oh, this is my niece. And she's single. And I'm like, <laughs> can I just be your niece? Is that okay? Like, <laughs> like, you're just like throwing me off on some guy. Like, calm down. You know, like. And I'm thinking, like, this guy is probably going to think I, like, said something to her so that, you know, he can talk to me, you know. Like, maybe he thinks I'm interested in him now because she made that comment. And what if I'm not? Like, (laughs) you know, don't put me in that spot. So, you know, being prepared for some of those things. And I know that sometimes, you know, family means well. But uh, there's some behavior that even though... It's a part of who they are. You also have to come in with a plan and be able to put your ego aside and just excuse yourself or take a break from those type of conversations. It's good to think of different responses, how you will deal with it. You know, like you don't have to be on the defensive side. Just have a good offense. Have Just be, be prepared for that conversation and be prepared to be able to walk out of it in a very respectful And straight to the point kind of words where you're not throwing jabs at anybody. You're just completely stating your boundary and stating that you do not feel comfortable talking about that. I hear it too. And I'm like, I don't really come here to talk about my dating life. So let's talk about what's going on in your life. You know, like just change the subject, turn the question around. You don't have to be rude about it. Sometimes, you know, family just... There are some that are just nosy. They just want to be all up in your business. I get that. But there are others that, you know, they're just trying to find conversation, trying to catch up with you. They haven't seen you in a while. For some of them, they ain't seen you all year. You know, you only get to see them on a holiday. I get it. Does it make it right? Nah, you know, but you can determine what conversations you want to be a part of. And you can also determine how much time you want to spend around those people. And whether you want to spend time with them or not, you know, that's the other thing we have to understand and know is that it's okay to say no. You don't have to say yes to every single invitation. 
if you try to, then you're going to be like me going crazy all over the place, everywhere, having like four events in one day and it's just exhausting and not worth it. And you don't really get to enjoy yourself because you're looking at the clock thinking, okay, I'm going to have to go from here to over there and then from there to over here. And did I bring a dish for this one and a dish for that one, blah, 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 or gift or whatever it is. So you have to be able to say no to some things, including invites, conversations, certain behaviors. I don't care if it's family or not. You have that right to be able to say no. And that's something that we have to learn. Because I know in our culture, it's like, you can't be rude to your tia. Like, uh, you can't say no to her invitation. You need to go. Or, you know, grandma's house, you got to be there. Or so-and-so, whoever it is, you know, that that's the center of the family or whatnot. And maybe it has been a bad experience for you. Maybe there are certain people that really bring so much anxiety anxiety to you and you rather not be around them. You know, you can um, have, a, like for me, I know there are some family members that don't just don't get along. Okay, well, you know, my house is going to be open for four hours. It doesn't mean that everyone has to be there the whole four hours. You know, like if so-and-so don't get along with, you know, if this cousin don't get along with that cousin or, you know, my brother don't get along with this cousin, whatever the case is, then y'all can come at separate times and that's going to be okay. Or you cannot come at all. Like if if you're not comfortable, that's cool too. And that's what we need to be okay with. We need to be okay with, hey, some, some family members, they can't show up. It's not that they don't love you. It's just that they're tired of all the toxic behavior and they just want to do better. They're, they're focused on their self-care. They're focused on their emotional healing, on their mental peace, on their mental health. And going to this party, this get together is going to throw a wrench in it. So it's okay to understand, like be supportive of that as well. You might not get that support from your family. You may be that other person that's being looked at as, oh, now she's snobby ever since she started, you know, going to counseling and getting her life together. Now she's too good for us, whatever. Oh, well, think what you want. I'm thinking about my mental health. I'm thinking about how I will be better prepared and eventually be able to go to those events because then I'll be a lot stronger. I have had enough practice with boundary setting and and things of that sort. And then I'll be able to go and not feel anxiety, but actually enjoy myself, you know? So we need to be understanding of that. I'm giving you permission to say no to invites and do not feel bad. That's the other thing, guilt. We need to drop the guilt already because that's what we do. We feel so bad. Okay, I feel so bad when I can't go to... A celebration. I feel bad when I say no. Even if if the no is like really legit, it, it it's backed up with the fact that if I go, I already know there's one person there that mistreats me and she's not nice to me and always makes me feel uncomfortable and always makes me feel like I'm a bother. I don't want to be around that person. And I'll feel guilty because the person inviting me, I really want to be with them. I want to spend time with them. However, this other person that they also invite just is not healthy for me. So I have to say no to the person that I really want to spend time with because the other person that they are, you know, associated with or celebrate with is not good for me. So unfortunately, I have to say no. There are some things that 
you should not have to sacrifice your peace or mental health for. I mean, there's nothing that you should you should sacrifice your peace or mental health for. Nothing. Now, if you get to a place where you're strong enough, you're able to be cordial and able to handle someone that has toxic behavior, hey, more power to you. But in the meantime, that friend that chooses to have a toxic person around them has to be understanding that, hey, you know, I love you. It has nothing to do with you. I just can't handle that situation, you know, kind of thing. This goes for family. It goes for friends. And and it really does suck because it kind of feels like the family's being like pulled apart with these kind of things. And it, and it can be kind of sad. Like for me, it makes me sad. It breaks my heart, you know, that all my family doesn't get along. You know, they don't all get along. And that makes me sad because I want, I love my whole family. Even if they get on my last nerve, well, they get more on like the reserved nerve. You know what I'm saying? Like that one nerve is like, oh, your family just can get you. But <clears throat> I love y'all though. Don't, don't take that wrong. You know, <laughs> Um, don't forget to invite me to Thanksgiving dinner because I'm not planning to cook, just FYI. <laughs> so anyways, um, that's one of the things too. It's like, hey, setting those boundaries and, you know, stop feeling guilty. Stop feeling guilty for the fact that you're having to create space and you need that space in order to continue to heal and get to a better place. You matter just as much. And the thing is too, like, it's great that we have these holidays set apart to celebrate with family, to spend time with them. But we should also also try to make time outside of those holidays to be with family and love on them, especially those um, relationships that are important to you and the ones that are healthy for you. It's always good. So it doesn't just have to be, you know, this time of the year. And you know what? Like, don't feel guilty if you just really need to be like alone or maybe just with friends this, this holiday. It's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, because I know I have some friends that are more like family to me as well. And there are times where there are things that, and, and it's not that I can't talk to my family, but there are just some things that I'm more comfortable with talking to my friends about. You don't have to feel guilty about that. So anyway, make sure you're adjusting your mindset. Make sure you're preparing. Make sure you're meditating. Make sure you handle that self-care. If you have to take a bubble bath before you head out to those um celebrations do it like whatever it is you know you have to put on your favorite music do that do what's gonna help you stay calm and also remember that there's nothing wrong with you standing firm and protecting what your truth is and honoring what your peace is you know not everyone is going to understand not everyone practices that for themselves and so they may not know how to react to you but as long as you stay consistent with your truth as long as you can stay consistent to maintain your peace and keep, keep, what's the word I'm looking for? Keep exercising those boundaries. Keep not exercising. I mean, yeah, you should keep exercising those boundaries. But you must continue to enforce the boundaries. I'm not saying in a forceful way. I'm just saying you continue. Like even if you slip off, get back on track, you know. Continue to do what you need to soothe yourself and to keep yourself emotionally well and peaceful as well find common ground with some of these people some of the loved ones you're not going to agree on everything and you know like sometimes we just have to be a little slow to speak and quick to listen because sometimes we already have like this mentality like so-and-so is always coming at me with negative with a negative attitude so everything that person says is going to be negative to you and what if this year they're not no who are we kidding okay never mind Find common ground in the, in the sense of where you 
are treating people as you would like for them to treat you. But at the same time, your boundaries kick in if they are not, you know, reciprocating, then you do have to create distance, you know. Uh, it's good to find common ground in the sense of some, there are some things that you may not agree on, you know, and for God's sake, please do not bring up politics. Do not talk about like things of that sort that are going to bring arguments because this is a time of celebration. It's not a time for debate. So please, you know, if you can stay away from those type of subjects, you will be golden. And if someone wants to push and continue, you know, avoid that family member. Um, in the conversation, just tell them, you can tell people like, I really am not comfortable engaging in this conversation. So I'm just going to, you know, take myself out of it. And if they keep going, you know, you can always leave. You can, you know, I mean, you've already made it clear. But you don't want to talk about it. And they have to respect that. You know, there have been times where like some people just want to continue. And I'm like, I'm done with this conversation. I am no longer going to respond to you. And they are not happy with that. And a part of me feels like, Ugh, you know, but it's just that, hey, I'm done. Like, I'm over it. I just can't. Like, it's at when 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 I get to that point, it's I need to learn to say it sooner than later, because in the past, it's been like once you get that, then I'm already like getting frustrated. So I need to learn to say it a lot sooner and not feel bad, you know, because I'm always like caring about people's feelings and stuff like that. But you know what? People need to care about their own feelings, just like I need to care about my own feelings. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't control how other people feel. No matter what you do or say, people are going to get offended. People's feelings are going to get hurt. I'm not saying to go around be a jerk. I'm just saying you have to stand by your truth. You have to, you know, set those boundaries and... You know, sadly, sometimes you will have to avoid that family member that continues to bring all that negativity into the group, into the life, you know. And that's what sucks. It's like there's some people like you, everyone tolerates their behavior. And that just really gets on my nerves whenever I hear, you know, someone say, well, you know, that's just how they are. They really don't mean it like that. And I'm like, okay, but we continue to make excuses for this person. So they're going to continue to um, exhibit that behavior. And so the rest of us are supposed to just like be uncomfortable with it. Take the BS or, you know, the behavior, be uncomfortable, be like awkward. And we're having to set our feelings aside because... No one wants to address that person's behavior. Like no one wants to actually admit that oh, their behavior is unacceptable. Like, nah, I've been there, done that. And I'm still in the learning process of I can't change people and I'm not going to try to. But I also am not going to make excuses for their behavior. I won't be around it. If you're going to be exhibiting toxic behavior where you're like negative you're always looking for arguments, you're gaslighting people, you're making fun of people and just being rude, being ugly, complaining about everything. I don't have time for you. And then that also leads me to, you know, there's some people that no matter what's going on, whatever celebration it is, they make it about them. They find a way to draw the attention to them. So now it's not about celebrating so-and-so. It's not about celebrating Thanksgiving, Christmas, or Hanukkah, or whatever it is you're celebrating. It's no longer about that. 
Now it's about them and how they feel uncomfortable because, you know, so-and-so told them that they didn't want to discuss politics with them or whatever the case is. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you know, she doesn't want to talk to me and I don't know what I did to her. It's like, and then they just make it about them. They cause a whole scene and to me, I'm like, oh, you're just embarrassing yourself because I still don't care. Go ahead and cry. Um, and I'm not saying that in a mean way, guys. I'm saying like there are some people, they just have to be the center of attention. They just have to draw that attention to themselves so that everyone can feel sorry for them and make it about them. And it's like, hey, yo, when we're, you know, doing things together, we're celebrating it's not about you. Like, unless it's your birthday, then yeah, it's about you. But other than that, like, get over yourself. Like, come on, we're here to all celebrate together, celebrate each other and keep it positive, not be focused on drama. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, there's also the the fact that you gotta, you know, you wanna remember that the whole point of getting together is creating those memories. You know what I mean? Because to me, I get sad that there, there are a lot of, there's a lot of our culture, um, for me personally, a lot of our Mexican culture that kind of dies out with the younger generations because none of us are getting together anymore as much. And I get it that there's also, you know, the pandemic and things of that sort. But even before that, it was like people can't get along, so nobody wants to show up, and you know, we're not able to pass on like some of those traditions to children and share our different experiences because I know like for me growing up man I was always with my cousins and things and and, you know stuff like that and it was just such a good time it was just making those good memories and I have memories you know of making tamales with my grandmother I didn't like it I'm not gonna lie I didn't like it It, guys that's a lot of work (laughs) I still don't like it (laughs) but you know it's just supposed to be a time of making good memories and unfortunately it doesn't happen all the time because there are things that have happened in the family that have been hidden for years and yeah I'm gonna say it I'm gonna say it we hide things that should not be going on in our families we tell our children that what happens in the house stays in the house and there are some things that cannot be kept secret you know, I get it like, hey, y'all, your home is going through certain situations. It's not everybody's business. I understand that. But there are some things that are happening that are illegal that should not be happening. There, you know, is abuse that should not be happening. And so there are some family members that we don't want to be around because of that. Because it does happen a lot of times within the family. And we don't want to be around those people. You know, some family is quick to say, Oh, you need to forgive them and you need to give it to God. You need to forgive them for what they did. You know, you were, you know, five years old when they did that to you and they haven't, you know, touched you since then. And, you know, you're already, you know, 30 years old, so you should be over it. No, you don't have to be around that person. And we need to stop keeping those secrets. That's enough. Like we need to just stop. And that's a whole nother, nother topic. You know what I'm saying? But you know, the whole point is making good memories. So again, if there are certain family members that you must avoid and you have your reasons and it's reasons like that, where it's like, no, that person is a monster. I don't want to be around that person. They're very negative for me. They're no good for me. There is nothing wrong with that. And your family cannot force you to be around anyone that makes you feel uncomfortable. You have that ability to make that decision, which reminds me, 
Parents, you have little ones. Listen to them. If they're not comfortable around somebody, believe them. It's okay. It's not rude. And I know I've said this before. Like, okay, my grandkids, I have grandkids. And there are time there have been times where they don't feel they don't feel like hugging me. I'm not saying all at the one time all at once, like, oh, nobody wants to hug me. I'm not saying it like that. But what I'm saying, there have been times where one of them's upset and they come over and you know, it's like, hey, you better say hi to your Lita, you know? Because you know it's rude to not, you know, say hi. You have to greet people. But you don't have to hug them. You can greet them. You can be like, Hola Lita, you know, como estás? You don't have to like Go out and hug them if you're not comfortable with hugging. Not everybody is a hugger. And this is something that I learned through, you know, learning about boundaries. But I learned that about, like, I practiced it more with my grandkids. I know when my kids were little, I'd be like, hey, saludale a tu tío y tu tía. You know, don't be rude. Go say hi. You know, go, you know, I mean, you should say hi to everyone, but you don't have to hug everyone. And it, and I remember hearing, like, you're, you know, stop being rude. You know, just give them a hug. And go hug them hello and hug them goodbye. I don't do that. I will not force like my grandkids, even like I'm talking about me, like the, you know, one of them will be in a bad mood and it's, and I'm like, hi, baby. And they're like, "Mm, hi, you know, but they don't want to hug me. And, and I'll, and you know, their parents will be like, don't be rude. Hug your Lita. And I say, no, 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 it's okay. She doesn't feel like hugging right now. It's absolutely okay. Let her practice her boundary. Because I want them to know that it's okay to say no. I want them to know that their feelings matter so that they can be able to express themselves. And I tell you, this is important to me because as a kid, I was not allowed to express myself. If I was uncomfortable with something, I was being disrespectful, you know? So it was like any, I I wasn't able to like set the boundaries because then I was being looked at as a rude kid and I would actually get in trouble and get a spanking for it. That is a bad message. It's horrible. You're you're teaching your child that it's not okay for them to practice or set boundaries. Please don't do that to your kids. Don't do that to them. Let them set their boundaries. If they're not uh, if they're not comfortable hugging someone, it is okay. As long as they're not being disrespectful, a hug is not necessary. You not hugging someone is not a form of disrespect. It's if you're not comfortable, you're not comfortable. You know, yes, it would be great to say hi to everyone. Some of you have children that are shy, though. Maybe they get some anxiety, you know, walk with them and let them say hi to everyone when you say hi. But don't force them to be hugging people or kissing, you know, people if they're not comfortable with physical touch if they're not comfortable with hugging and kissing as a greeting don't force them to do that please you know I just had to remember about the kids during these holidays because sometimes we expect them to do certain things and we don't we don't keep in mind that they are little humans and they have feelings and they have a mind and they have emotions and their peace matters and they're learning from you so that's the other thing too is that's big is they are learning from you as you go to these gatherings and you have your children with you they they are paying attention like let's say you know you have a family member that just is pushing to talk about a certain subject that you don't want to discuss your kids are watching how you react whether you react in an aggressive way where you want to get in a fight or if you want to you know Uh, snap back at them and and throw insults or if you maintain your composure 
and you specifically say what's on your mind without attacking the person, you attack the situation, you attack the problem, but not the person, your kids will know and learn that it is okay for them to express themselves as well. So those are, that's something like really major, very important. Please keep that in mind. Let's see, what are some of the other things that I wanted to share with you? Create, keep the boundaries, self-care, avoid controversial subjects. And then I said, be ready to change the subject um, when something is just not uh, something you want to talk about or listen to. Even if it's something, it's not necessarily a conversation you have to engage in, but where somebody just wants to come and spill all the gossip or negativity, they want to throw all that in, onto you, you don't have to be a passive listener. You can just say, hey, you know what, I, I, you know, I'm going to go get seconds or, hey, I better go check on the kids or, oh, you know what, I just remembered I have to get something for my car. Or you can simply just say, I really am not comfortable listening to what you're saying. So can you change the subject? And if they don't, then just walk away. I'm just saying, you know. Um, also, if you are taking a significant other or you're, you're going with your family, have a signal for each other. You know, because think about it. If you have a significant other and you, you, you want to deal with your own family and they're having to deal with your family, you know what I'm saying? So have a signal where it's like, hey, I've had enough, you know, I've had enough of your family or you like, yo, I've had enough of my family. I got to go like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So have a signal. I thought that was like a really good tip, you know, to have be on the same page as your spouse, you know. That way, it just makes it a better and more positive experience. You know, like I said, no family is perfect. The other thing, remember, don't overindulge in alcohol and food. And, you know, you're the one that's going to have to deal with feeling like full. But when it comes to alcohol, as you're out there celebrating, for those of you that do drink, don't overindulge. Always maintain self-control because you may get triggered and... Your reaction is going to be one that you probably wouldn't have expressed or executed if you were sober. So don't overindulge, you know, like you can have a drink or two or don't drink at all, but just don't overdo it because that's usually how arguments happen and that's usually how things kind of get chaotic. Then it just turns into a big old mess and it all had to do with alcohol and it could have been avoided. And then things were said that weren't really meant, but because you were under the influence, you had diarrhea of the mouth and just poured out all this sheet on people. And so, yeah, so you don't want to do that. And let's see what else. Have compassion on yourself, meaning that if something is not comfortable for you, if you start feeling overwhelmed, take a break, remind yourself that you're okay and if it's time for you to leave, then leave. Decide how long is going to be good for you. How long of a visit will work for you and be good for you. If it's one hour or two hours, if it's three hours, whatever works for you, then do that. If you decide to go, if you feel like, okay, the max that I can have is this much amount, this much time of my family and then I have got to go. And there's nothing wrong with that. I also saw this. Okay, so like where you set up a time to meet with, you know, a couple girlfriends 
and y'all just share your crazy family stories and see who had the worst story. <laughs> but it was like in a comical way, like in a way where, you know, you're not putting your family down, but you're like, okay, so I don't feel so bad because yours was not, you know, yours was just as bad as mine or maybe yours was worse, whatever the case may be, you know. But it was just a, a form of an outlet, not making fun of your family, but just an outlet of, man, okay, I survived this, blah, blah, blah. And, and being able to just express it, let it out and then move on. You know what I mean? There's nothing wrong with that. Um, Continue to... You know, just think about those things during the holidays. Don't be alone if you don't want to be alone. Find, you know, a friend, family. If you don't have family, you know, maybe a friend. Um, or if you don't have too many friends, find somewhere to volunteer. There's always something to do, you know, and you can get yourself out there. And I know it's hard for some of you that are introverts that really don't like to be around people. I have noticed an increase in or maybe I just never paid attention before, but an increase in people with social anxiety. So please be aware of that. Please be aware that there are some people that are being brave. They're going out there, going to, and it could, and I'm talking about your family members and some of your friends. Some of you are having those friends giving and some of yours, you know, going to see your family and some have experienced losses. Some have experienced um, COVID. Some have gotten sick. There's so much going on right now um, that can affect you mentally and emotionally. Or maybe you are in a good place, but there are other people that are going to show up that aren't really in the great place. So, you know, be compassionate to them, but be compassionate to yourself as well. And just be mindful of that. Be mindful that if you see someone that like they look like they're about to lose it or just seem so uncomfortable, you know, that you just kind of reach out and, and Hey, you know, just check on them. Hey, you doing okay? Do you need anything? You know, and, or, you know, or you just, you know, want some space. You're, you know, you're all right. You you want some solitude. And if they, you know, they can answer you and tell you, oh yeah, yeah, no, I'm good or whatever. Um, You know, just to create that positive space. You know, that's what we want. We want those positive vibes. We want to make good memories. So I hope these tips help you. I know that I'm going to practice them and I know that it's difficult. You know, I, I just encourage you to remain hopeful and be grateful. Celebrate the good things in your life. I know some of you may go, be going through things in your family that could be pulling your heart in two different directions. And it could be, you know, different people that you love that are, that you're being, you're kind of like stuck in the middle. And I feel for you, that's like a very tough place to be in. But remember to be compassionate to yourself. Remember that there are some things that are out of your control and you need to allow whoever's responsible for that situation to handle that situation. And if it's you that has to deal with certain things, then you know that you look for that wisdom and that courage to deal with it, to face it and keep your truth and maintain your peace. And so... I pray that you all have very, very good holidays. Please stay safe. I'll be back next week with another episode. But this week, I just wanted to share those things with you, those tips. I may be a little bit late, but hey, we still have, you know, more holidays coming up. So hopefully that helps you. I know it's going to help me and keep showing me some love. Keep, you know, um, following my podcast. Keep liking it. Make sure you press that little plus button on whatever social media, I mean, uh, whatever podcast platform 
streaming platform that you listen to there it's it's available on several platforms you guys and all you have to do is press that little plus button and you'll get a notification every time a new episode drops which is usually on mondays so keep it real keep strong keep moving forward be kind to others and more than anything be kind to yourself and just like that, we wrap up another episode of Voice of V. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. And the podcast can be found on Spotify, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Breaker, CastBox, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. This is your girl V, and I'm out. <laughs>